So the first question that I have is, because we, we talked about this the other night, and it was something that I never actually thought about, but it's been sitting in the back of my head for the last day and a half, couple of nights. And the question that I have is, what are the differences between health insurance and life insurance? Um, I'll start with life insurance because that's that's the easiest one. Uh, the reason why it's the easiest one is because life insurance about either you're alive or you're deceased. And the benefits of life insurance from a death perspective kick in once um, the insurance company has been furnished with uh, a death certificate that lists uh, how you uh, actually passed away. The reason why the how is important is because you may have a that would increase the amount of money that the life insurance company has to pay out. With regard to health insurance, health insurance is more complicated because health insurance is not about death. Health insurance is about keeping you alive. So uh, there are many, many uh, combinations of health insurance plans uh, that are available to uh, the public and then also to groups that are employers. And uh, basically those plans are put together with the idea of keeping you healthy through preventive care. Mm -hmm. That's ideal for health insurance is that you get looked at on a regular basis and get in front of uh, any, any dead, you receive uh, the benefits and sometimes you receive them directly uh, through services. And then sometimes you receive the check. Um, so those are basically the two uh, major differences with regard to health insurance and life insurance. Health insurance is a uh, situation where basically I say when my health issues come up, I don't want to pay for them. I want another company to pay for them. So I pay another company to take care of my health insurance costs. I'm sorry, my health costs, my health maintenance costs. My hospital have a health insurance plan that will cover all of the costs of having a baby because it's expensive yeah. to bring that little guy girl into the world. Okay. All right. So just to give a quick back brief, Durban Wanda, I was just asking what the differences are between health insurance and life insurance. And from what I'm gathering, the a quick synopsis or a quick summary of, of that is Health insurance is for preventive medicine, preventive care, uh, preventive uh, instances while and during uh, health, either uh, catastrophes or actual hospital stays and care. Whereas life insurance is that thing, you know what, now that I say that, are they supplemental to each other? That's going to be my question. Yeah, are, 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 are supplemental to each other, or are they directly or totally independent of each other? No, they're they're independent. Um, I mean, there are there there can be some overlap. For instance, you can buy a life insurance policy that has a disability component, and disability once again is about becoming sick or hurt and replacing or protecting a couple of disability income cases 
uh, today. And basically what that's about is that's paycheck insurance. But income could be dead. So once again, now you're still around. You're not able to earn a living. Where's the money going? Could you repeat that again? You had you had froze up in the midst of saying it. Where do you want me to start? Uh, <laughs> From the beginning, the, pay, the paycheck. No, paycheck. That was the last thing you pay, said. Right. So, right. The pay. The uh, basically disability income insurance is like paycheck insurance. So if you become sick or hurt and are no longer able to work and earn a living. Not 100% of what you were making, but about 60 to 70%. Mm -hmm. And why is that? Because they're incentivizing you to go back to work. Because if they paid you 100% of what you were making, <laughs> would you ever go back to that job? Uh, uh, stimulus checks all over again. <laughs> exactly. 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 So that's, that's, uh, that's a reason. Another a uh, health insurance component that can be attached to a life insurance policy is a long-term care rider that goes onto your policy. And let's say you have a million dollar policy and you go into a nursing home and you have that rider. That rider will allow up to $900,000 in long-term care costs. And then you're, you're out of luck. But still, when you die, that nine hundred thousand is subtracted from the million, and your beneficiaries still get a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Okay. Dirt Wanda, because I got I got questions all night. I, I can do this all night. Run them, because I don't know if none of some of mine overlapping from the last week. It'll, it'll all right, Jay. Jay, nice. what's your next question? All right, so my next question is, um, <clears throat> oh, can you go over in more detail the difference between term and whole life insurance and explain uh, why there's a cost, why there's an expiration date to one, and why there's a continuation to one? Uh, and, and not just that, but also when term, when it comes to term, how do you, can you turn your term into whole? And if you do, is that is there does there become a bridge that you have to gap financially in order to close the the definition between the two? Okay, great questions. Yeah. All right. So let's start with uh, the the two the two main types, the two main different types. Mm -hmm. I always like to call one permanent because in the permanent uh, umbrella you have whole life, you have universal life and other types of life insurance, but they're all permanent, meaning they last as long as you do. And then there's temporary insurance, which is term insurance. And most uh, term insurance companies will give you a term anywhere from five years to 30 years on average. Some go as high as 40, but most is um, five to 30. So with regard to a term insurance policy where you want to later do what we call a term conversion mm -hmm. to a permanent plan. So someone says, why would I do that? Well, right now the insurance that you wanna have is not affordable. 
let me give you a scenario. Let's say you're a doctor. You need the life insurance protection, but right now it's not in the budget. But if you keep doctoring, your income is going to steadily increase where that will become affordable to you. So by getting the term insurance now, I lock in my insurability because when I do the conversion, they are not going to ask me health questions. I'm not going to have to do a physical. Oh. Not, they're going to treat me. Yes, they're going to treat me like the guy who bought the term policy. Now, what will come into play is my age. So if I buy a policy today and convert it five years from now, I will be charged at the age five years from now. But my health will not be a consideration. That's what we call locking in your insurability. Because between now and five years, I could get a brain tumor. I could get an aneurysm. I could get, diabetes. you know, diabetes. I could get punched in the kidney, you know, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> so that's why you uh, get the term now and then convert it to a permanent plan later. Also, what most companies will do if you get the conversion in the first five to 10 years is they will credit you for that first year of term insurance that you had. So if that first year of term was 100 a month, you'll get a $1,200 credit towards your permanent policy. So is that, does that $1,200 credit essentially close some of the gap that you would have between the, diff the two differences of price? Yes, in the first year, in the first year premium, yes. That twelve hundred is a one-time deal, though. Okay. So okay. understand that um, the 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 gap, the cost gap between a term insurance plan and a whole life plan is anywhere, depending on age and health, five to ten times the term. That's because. The costs inherent in a permanent plan are more to the insurance company. And I don't know how much. Okay. I don't know how much we got into this uh, previously, but the um, amount that you're going to have to pay for the term insurance is going to be very low initially because the term insurance company does not believe you're going to die. Right in that five to 30 year window. So basically what I tell people is if you got issued a term policy, the company is telling you, Jay, we do not believe you're gonna die in the next 30 years. If they did believe you were gonna die in the next 30 years, they would have declined your application. Oh. So we have to explain to our clients all the time, life insurance is not a right. It's a privilege. You have to apply for it and get it proved. You know, like buying a car, like buying a house, like buying, you know, buying most things that, you know, have qualifications. You have to qualify. You know, if you smoke, whew, life insurance companies uh, can put any type of surplus on top of that premium that they like. For smokers, mm. because smokers don't live as long as non-smokers, as a rule. Because another thing that folks kind of forget is life insurance companies, no matter what they're insuring, 
is always a transfer of risk. Mm -hmm. Transferring the risk from me to the company. Mm -hmm. So the company needs to stay. In order to set your premium. And then the fact of how long they expect you to live based on your current health condition will we'll factor in. Also, what you do for a living. Mm -hmm. Now, we can get most people insured, uh, but one time uh, we were trying to get a, uh, a police officer insured, which was not a problem, right. but he was on the bomb squad. Oh, my God. <laughs> which was still not a problem life-wise, but he wanted disability as well. So the company said no to the disability, but they said yes to the life. Right. You know, so sometimes people think if I'm a firefighter or if I'm a police officer or something hazardous like that where I could lose my life, does that increase the risk? It really doesn't. What does? I'll give you some hang gliding, yeah. motorcycle racing, uh, jumping out of airplanes, yeah. bungee jumping, which I've been guilty of once in my life. <laughs> But back to what he was saying about smoking and things like that. It does not mean that you shouldn't apply because life uh, insurance is still a benefit if you qualify and if you're approved, it still can't help you. Um, yeah, in your life. Yeah, what we what we encourage our smokers to do as he lights up <laughs> is, is get because here's what every smoker tells us. I'm a quit. I'm about to what? No, nah, we think we thinking like the uh, the after, people. After this cigarette, right? <laughs> so everybody nah. tells us they're about to quit. So we say, okay, fine, get covered, quit, yeah, and then we'll write you a non-smoker policy, which if you do it in the next two to three years, it's still going to be cheaper than the smoker policy. Yeah. What if it's not tobacco smoke? Well, a 